Rebel Nation, welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline with Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, and Gordon Ford. And straight ahead to the five, to the two, to the one! In the end zone is Jerry and Ely! Touchdown, Ole Miss! Bringing you the lowdown on everything with Ole Miss Athletics. Near side, there's a pitch, it's on the turf! And the Rebels recover it! Don't just sit on the sidelines, be part of the show. Text in your questions and comments to 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. 1093. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. Deal for Rodriguez. He'll go coast to coast. One handed stuff with a right hand. Swung on, fly ball, deep field. That ball is long gone, headed toward the scoreboard, hit right below it, and the Rebels take a one to nothing lead on a bomb by Tim Elko. And here it is. We're underway in the Sugar Bowl. Now, here's your host, Gary Darby. Welcome to another program. Gary, Chuck, Gordon, Yancey, all in the house doing some things. And let me do this, because if I, if I, if I don't send the rundown to the man Rhino and Jackson, he ain't going to know what the heck's going on on the program. So I'm going to start and let you guys uh, go for a little bit about it. But the opening part of the show brought to you by First South Farm Credit, over 100 years of experience supporting uh, communities in agriculture. They'll be your guide through the financial journey at First South Farm Credit. All right, Yancey, take it away for just a second, why don't you? Well, Chuck, uh, we're going to talk about it a little bit more in the next segment, but what are your feelings on the 2023 football signing class? Well, I think uh, the transfer portal once again kind of bailed them out a little bit from a, a um, what I considered kind of an average high school deal. Got some star power in the high school thing, but we're in the SEC. You know, people forget that. And and our high school commitments and signees are 11th out of 14. But I think the transfer portal has helped them up that and get them in the top 20 in the country, so to speak. And and I think that's that's an okay job. Yeah, I mean, you look at it going to the Sugar Bowl when Freeze, when he went to the Sugar Bowl, they had uh, some recruiting services, even the number one class, that year, you know, that was the DK and AJ Brown class, and you would expect them, or you were hoping that they would uh, have a little more success in the high school ranks. I totally agree, Gordon. What do you think? Well, first of all, I don't think they signed that many high school players. What What did they take, Chuck? Twelve, thirteen? Twelve first time, and I think they've added three more. I think fifteen. So I don't think they took a lot, which may affect their rankings. But I think you know, overall. Uh, you know, getting Perkins, I mean, that was a huge get. I mean, he's reclassified as a five-star in their uh, transfer portal. I mean, they got Howard, who he was a five-star. And, you know, I think uh, I think they improved themselves. Those are all good points. I think if there's one area, and it's one of, my, one of my five thoughts, is the only area I thought that they really missed on so far, and it's going to be really hard to get in the next window, is getting a big-time rush in out of the portal. Yeah, and you know, I I'm hoping that Cedric Johnson's going to become the player we all think he is after his shoulder surgery. If he heals up and may not go through spring, I understand, and that's fine. As long as he has a good August and if he could stay healthy, I think he could be that big time guy that we're needing. But as far as signing one, I don't believe we did. Now Ivy, I understand. Uh, has gone from like 265 pounds up to 280 now. 
Um, that's going to make a difference in his play, I think. And also, um, you're going to be looking at a four-man front, I believe, which is going to free up some of those ends to probably show their ability a little more than being tied down in a three-man front and not have that edge to rush it against. That's interesting that uh, Pete was able to say, hey, we're going to move away from this 3-2-6. Uh, I guess he carried a, l- a little bit more weight than the last two coordinators. Well, I don't believe he would have come here if he couldn't run his system, and I think his base is a 4-2 uh, with all the spread offenses. A lot of people don't like the 4-2-5, uh, but uh, he can he can invert it to a 3-4. And I think he'll be, I think he'll always have six or seven in the box. And that's what we were missing last year, in my opinion. You put five in the box in the SEC and you're just asking for trouble. And Chuck, you have to be multiple. You have to be able to change all the, all the way around. Sure. And he'll do that. Text messages will come in at 426-1093 if you want to be a part of the program. We have a couple of those coming up on the show. We'll continue this recruiting talk in our Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment coming up in a few. And Brad Henderson, a great Ole Miss baseball player and on the Ole Miss Radio Network with David Kellum calling the games will be with us around 630. Now it's five things with Yancey brought to us by the Outback Steakhouse, our friend Steve Grantham, still a part of this program and a part of nine different operations with Outback Steakhouse in Mississippi and Tennessee. Thought number one, it can be argued that Ole Miss's QB class is not only one of the top quarterback classes in the country, but the top quarterback class in the country. Anytime you can sign a five-star freshman and a proven all-Big 12 QB, you have hit a home run. Thought number two, Ole Miss signed six linebackers in the 23 class. Three of them were portals that will go through spring practice, and three are high school players who will report in May. I think this, along with the quarterback class, is the strength for the 23 class. Thought number three, if I had to guess which positions the Ole Miss football program will land their best players in the next portal window that open up after spring drills, it will be running back and wide receiver. Thought number four, if there is one area in the 23 class that fell short, in my opinion, it was finding a proven edge rusher. Thought number five, Normally, spring drills is pretty boring, to be honest, but there are more storylines story lines to follow this spring than I can remember. Who wins the quarterback job? Who surfaces as the backup running back? Who emerges out of the young receivers? On the defensive side of the ball, you bring in Pete Golding and his new defense. What will they run? How many of the new portals will be fit for linebacker? All new faces in the secondary. So many storylines to follow. All right, we'll come back. A little roundtable discussion continues in a moment. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 
with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthland.com. Equal housing lender. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know. Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Text messages are still coming in at 426-1093. We'll do that in the next segment, along with some injuries and things. And we've got Brad Henderson to join us to talk Ole Miss baseball before we are done. But now uh, we'll continue with some discussion on recruiting and things. The Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment is presented by the Grove Collective. Their mission is to create and enhance NIL opportunities for Ole Miss student-athletes, given the level of protection and guidance in today's NIL marketplace. Join the collective today and make an impact with the Ole Miss student-athletes for the flagship university. All right, let's get into it, fellas. Well, Chuck, what I mean, to me, quarterback and linebackers really where they hit their hay. What what do you feel like the strengths in the class law? I think I think wide receiver is pretty good too, Yancey, with uh when you get Trey Harris out of Louisiana Tech that's, that I understand is has already been throwing with the quarter catching with the quarterbacks and um uh, uh, my inside sources say that he's going to be really good. And then you're hoping that Chris Marshall is going to be everything he's supposed to be, the five-star guy from Texas A&M. Uh, my understanding is right now he's he's just learning the way we do things at Ole Miss and it's, you know, in the weight room and he's got some catching up to do, but the the talent is there. And then you add Aiden Williams, a high school kid, that a lot of people say – Maybe the best wide receivers come out of Mississippi in three or four years. So I think you added pretty good to the wide receiver list as well. Gordon, how do you feel? Which group do you like the most? Well, of course, the quarterbacks. I mean, it's the number one uh, quarterback class in the country, according to several publications and all. I think they did a good job there. Uh, I know they signed three guys late, uh, Chamberlain Campbell, uh, D.J. Holmes, who's supposed to be a sack machine, and another kid, I'll let t- Chuck talk about him, Jameer Lewis, another linebacker, don't know much about him, so it seemed like Pete Golden was really high on him. 
Yeah, I, Pete. Pete is uh, really likes Monty Montgomery and Baptiste, the two transfer linebackers, and who in their right mind wouldn't like Perkins? So uh, I, I think linebacker was is really strong as well. You know, but I, I sit here saying all this stuff, but you never know how kids are going to transition to the SEC. You just never know, freshmen or transfer guys. Even some of these transfer guys that have experience, you don't know how they're going to perform against Alabama and LSU and you know, you just don't. So I'm anxious to see. I think they've got the raw material, but how quickly do they learn? How quickly do they retain the systems? I mean, there's all kinds of variables other than, well, he's a five-star, so it's automatic. It's not automatic. It's, it's, there's, there's work to be done. You know, you're right about that. I think under Matt Luke, they signed a kid from Oregon State who was supposed to be a really good linebacker, and I, I don't even think he hardly played here. Do you, you remember who I'm talking about? I do. I do remember him. Yeah. He was, uh, I think he was all packed. Uh, all packed twelve. Yeah, all packed twelve. And Chuck, I, I found it interesting. They signed six linebackers in this class. They bring back six. That's twelve linebackers. If they're going to a four-two-five. That's twelve scholarships. Well, I think four, you'll see some three-four though. I think you'll see some three-four. That makes sense. Yeah. Just uh, giving themselves some flexibility to yeah. be multiple, yeah. which Ole Miss really has not been. Under the Kiffin era, I mean, I don't see much change in the defenses the first three years. I've seen a little bit, but maybe five, ten percent of the snaps. Well, Yancey kind of took the question that I was going to try and, and, and pose because I, I thought they were going to be multiple defensively. And then, uh, yeah, they needed receivers. We needed to hit the quarterback room some, some other offensive linemen. But don't you agree that the linebacker room needed extra bodies and a lot of bodies because – that's kind of a weak spot, right, from last year and moving into this year. Well, when Troy Bound graduated and uh, Austin Keys transferred to Auburn, uh, you got Ashanti Sistrunk, Kari Coleman, and then you've got the two rookies coming back now, the uh, White Kid and uh, mm-hmm. Banks, who Banks. I think have got potential, but they may not be ready this year. So really only two proven guys coming back. And Ashanti, let's be honest, is, is even though I think he's a pretty good player, he's a career backup. He's not a, a an impact a player. Yeah, and I think he's a good backup. Don't get me wrong. Uh, had seventy two tackles last year, so he can obviously do some things to help you. But is he that dynamic guy like we expect Perkins to be, or Monty Montgomery? I was told the other day that Monty Montgomery is an absolute freak in the weight room. I mean, just slinging around a lot of a lot of weight he can certainly run i mean yeah. the kid is is very fast and then i, I and batiste is a big guy yeah you know, which yeah. i think you need he is a very big guy and i love centarian parkins and just his iq on the football field I, I i know you never expect a true freshman to come in and kind of hang your hat on but i really think parkins is going to make an impact from day one he one could the, i'm sorry one of the things we talked about a lot last year is the lack of tight end play. And it seems like that's one of the key areas I think uh, they got somebody, the, the kid from Memphis. I hope that's enough because, you Yeah, know, you're right. I don't think they got that many. Uh, somehow Triggs got to, got to live up to his billing, and he didn't last year uh, via injury or via effort or via lack of maturity, whatever – you know, when he came back from that collarbone break, he just wasn't the same guy for whatever reason. And uh, 
he's he's got to pick it up. I, I know mean, this is for the injury report, but is any clarity on on Kelly? No, uh, uh-uh. I mean I, I don't know anything about any injuries except uh, we'll go over those yeah. in in a while. But that's I mean they're going to need they're going to need Kelly back. I mean yeah. like you said, you know you have the freshman tight end that played sparingly, played more at the beginning of the year than his snaps, you know, really mm-hmm. tailed off towards the end. Um, they signed another high school tight end this year. But um, he's more of a projection guy, a guy that, you know, probably is not going to be ready from day one. So they're going to have to hang their hat again on the guys with experience. And that, you know, is really the Memphis uh, tight end they signed. And uh, Trey, um Well, I, you got the second year with Kieran Heath. Yeah. And Jonathan Hess was in here last week, and you heard him say that he really likes his potential. And if Jonathan's right, said he keeps then, getting bigger and bigger every day. Yeah. He sees him too. So, yeah, I, mean, so I think Heath is really the wild card. He's going to he he's going to have to really step up next year for Ole Miss. Yeah. Um, I would have liked to seen them, and maybe in this second portal, you know, uh, the the window, you can get another tight end. It wouldn't hurt my feelings to see them sign another tight end in this portal class. And that leads me to this, Chuck. Uh, you know, I, I think another position that really doesn't get talked about much is running back. Um, love who they signed at the high school uh, running back they signed. I think he's going to be really good in time. But then you have, you know, one backup at Ole Miss that was hurt last year. He broke his hand. He missed seven, eight games, came back. And then you don't really have anything else outside of Judkins. Uh I think they need to pick up a, a, another portal. What, what do you think in that area? Well, it depends on what's available, obviously. But um, I think Bentley is uh, is better than people realize if he can just stay healthy. But what if he doesn't stay healthy? Well, now you, what? You need another one. That's no, right. No question. So you, um, you got to have that insurance. I think you're right. Uh, and, but but I tell you this, I, I'm not as I'm not as very uh, enthusiastic about that second portal group. I mean, to me, kids are going to get in the portal after spring training that couldn't make it where they are. No doubt. Well, what good are they going to do us? No doubt. Well, you'll have some where the position coach leaves and they're not, or or maybe they want just NIL money. I mean, look, just just think about how much these kids, the value is going to be worth even more in the second because all these schools are going to be desperate, right? Yeah. So a good one comes <laughs> up, and their value is going to be even double what it is in the first window, and I'm sure. But does that help the players? Us? <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. But there's two positions that there's always plenty of good players, just because they're athletes, and you know you have one running back that usually gets the majority. Now, not at Ole Miss, we know how much Ole Miss runs the ball, but you know, there's really good backups at other schools that are not going to be the starter that might want to jump into the portal, whereas other positions, right, the backups might not be as good. So I think there'll be some quality running backs for them to pick up. The 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 position that I'm more concerned about probably than any of them is cornerback because uh, we lost Ed Big Nosen in battle. Um, we got Prince coming back. Breed Love uh, lost three out of the top four. Yeah. Corners, yeah, and and they could have all been back. Yeah, now you did sign John Saunders and uh, Zamari Walton. I think Zamari Walton is a big get, but at the same time, there's not a lot of depth there. Yeah, Walton's going to be very, very important. We have a text message about the portal people. We also have some basketball questions that came in at four two six one zero nine three. We answer them next. Oh boy, can't wait for that.
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Can you imagine years of hard work and saving, and now you're worried about outliving your retirement savings? Paxton Faris and the Faris Group have over 20 years and a process working towards success, not stress, after retirement. To know how you can truly enjoy a level of comfort and security, talk to the Faris Group. Retirement should be stress-free, not stressful. The Faris Group, farisgroup.com, offices in Oxford and Jackson. The Faris Group, your partner in retirement. Registered representatives offer securities through Security America, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. The Faris Group, LLC, and Securities America companies are separate entities. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki. Featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, D'Auberville, and Flowood, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. House cleaning is just one of those things you gotta do. But life is busy, and the great folks at Brittany's Cleaning Services understand that and are here to help. They provide professional cleaning services for residential, commercial, and rental properties. Reliable, honest, experienced cleaners with affordable pricing. Servicing Olive Branch, Tupelo, Water Valley, Bruce, Holly Springs, Pontotoc, Oxford, Baylor, New Albany, South Haven, Senatobia, and Batesville. Call for more information at 662-202-8868 and follow them on social media. That's Brittany's Cleaning Services, LLC. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Welcome back into the program, the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Gary, Chuck, Gordon, Yancey, all in a row and sitting here and talking with you on a Monday night. Thanks for being with us, however you're doing so. And we've got some text messages and other things to get into now at 662-426-1093. Let's start, since we were just on football a little bit, with the football question. And then we've got a couple of basketball items. And the, the first text on the football is, how many football players did we lose in the portal? Real players? I don't. It didn't say real. It just said how many. I think the number was like eighteen, but the the people that were going to help probably about four or five. So you know, we, we you got Battle and Igbignosen and uh, Austin Keys and Breedlove, Breedlove, maybe maybe Brandon Mack and Demond Clowney in this new four three. Yeah. I mean that's what they are. They're four three ends. They're not three two. They're not three man front ends. They were. They just didn't have a position for them with the three man front, but I think both of them could be pretty good in a four man front. So you think MJ Daniels might have had a chance in a couple years? Yeah, yeah, I do, I do. So you know, I mean, it's hard to kind of categorize it that are going to help next year, but I think a couple of those other kids could Maybe help so. 
down the yeah, road. Yeah. Uh, you know. So approaching double digits, right? Yeah. We're, we're saying approaching double digits and guys that you guys think would have made an Too impact, many. I don't think you need 18. I mean, at some point that will catch up with you because you're not able to develop players, right? It's going to be a constant turnover. Um, I would like to see that get down. Now, you know, the days of, of nobody leaving you, that's that's unrealistic. But, I mean, I would like to see that number get down to – Eight to ten. How about you, Chuck? Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I think you you can't. We're losing four. We're going to have forty two new players total next year. We had forty one last year. You you've got to develop more continuity in your program, and I mean that's a quick fix. That's going to work some, but sometimes it's not going to work. And and you. You just got to build some more continuity and consistency. And also, I think it has stopped what happened last year, right when the landslide kind of snowballed there at the end of the year when they've been in the program for three, four, five years. You know, when you're out of the SEC championship and the playoff race, maybe they put up more of a fight right down the stretch and and play with some pride for the school. I hate, I hate that excuse, though. I hate that excuse. Well, we lost to Alabama. Now we're out of it, so let's quit. Hey, let's I- quit. Oh, I, I oh God! I don't know if they quit, but I mean, it was it was real. It left all the air out of the bloom. But if you got more Mississippi players, if you got players that have been there three, four, five years, they're going to fight harder right down the stretch. We saw it happen to Alabama under Saban the beginning of his tenure when they were out of the playoff stretch and they just laid eggs. And you know that's something that um, you know. Um, let's be realistic. Now, when it expands to twelve teams, it might not be that situation but right now you know you lose a couple you're out so what do you do just sit down the rest of the year so you know they got to be able to finish stronger that's for sure lee in florida has texted in and it says you may or may not agree but it seems that kerbert davis's style of coaching slash offense is no longer uh in step with today's game it worked in 2018 2019 but not in the last four seasons there's some truth to that but then again when you shoot good, you look good. And another thing, they haven't run up and down the floor like you thought they would, and they can't shoot the ball. So I think that's the biggest thing. Would you agree, Chuck? I think it's a combination. Uh, but but obviously, um, we I've seen them miss so many open shots this year, and that's what an offense is supposed to do is get you an open shot. Yeah. you got to knock them down on this level. Uh, but, you know, who knows? I, I don't know. I don't know enough about – basketball offense to have a real opinion on that but all i know is they're getting open shots and they're not making them and here's the deal chucky the last two or three games they've really pushed it up and down the court a lot more than they did during the prior games Mm -hmm. scoring more points but what's happened now the defense is letting down Mm -hmm. so they open up the offense and the defense lets down i don't know why that is but that's what's happened. But I think, didn't he say when he was with us prior to the season, he wanted to get up and down the yes. floor. He wanted to push the tempo. Go vertical, he wants not to do going that. sideways. And then if you do, you can get some of those easy looks, or you kick it out to that open guy, and then lies the whole problem again. Shooting percentage from outside, and it's just not good. Well, Gary, you you and now you know you do the Memphis Grizzlies. What it why when they're pushing it more now, they're being more offensive. Why is the defense letting down now? Well, it, that's one to to me. You got to get you just got to get back. You got to like you know you got to. Re- Sometimes you'll watch watch the NBA. They'll get on that run if it's two or three guys going down. Somebody's still kind of hanging back 
a little bit, or you've just got to get back yourself, and that's just part of it. You're gonna if you're doing that, pushing it up and down the floor, you're gonna live with giving some baskets up every once in a while on the fast break the other way. That's just part of it. But you still have to knock down those shots Absolutely. that you do get. I mean, put it this way: sometimes on his offense, he's getting shots. Yeah, it it is. They, I mean, look at it uh, on a timeout or something. He always runs a great play to get something. I mean, you've got guys missing dunks. I mean, and you know, it just couldn't get any worse. That's that's all I got to say. And and the scoring droughts were out. I mean, that's what really kills them. I mean, they're tied up with Vandy there. What with three minutes left, and Vandy goes on a 10-0 run. You're like, what? And you know, it's just it's those scoring droughts. They're usually in the first five minutes of the second half, but this one came at a really bad time with three minutes left. You know, that game was right there for the taking, and and they just couldn't win. Yeah, it. They scored. That's a pattern. Yeah, Man, that's a pattern. They've been in a yeah. lot of games the last six minutes and then just, you know, fizzled. But a lot they haven't been in, too, Joe. Well, I mean, they, <laughs> they scored 71, right? But they were 27 of 74 from the field. So the shots were there. They just, you know, I'm not totally trying to toss players under the bus here also, but you got they're getting looks. They got to make some looks somewhere along the way, and especially those one to three footers that That's they right. continually miss. That's right, missing dunks. Missing dunks. I, I think Ole but, Miss had a set of record this year these, for missed dunks. But these days, you have to shoot thirty-five to forty percent from three. From three, yeah, and and draw the defense out some. We're shooting what? 18% from three? What, what, what about SEC play? It's got to be under 20. We'll take a look and get into that and one other text message as well. But next, we're going to baseball with Brad Henderson on the show. Thank you. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out on their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. 
Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, D'Aberville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Well, we thank Cannon for being a part of things as always, and, and all of our good people. We've got Cannon Cleary McGraw that brought those text messages to you at ccmoxford.com. Uh, we didn't get into any injuries, Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, OxfordOrtho.com. Well, let me talk about – Yancey's got me talking about all kinds of people on this program. Second half of the show is brought to you by Gateway Tire. They've been serving us since 1929, 54 locations, six different states. Gateway Tire goes the distance to you. And for the next uh, 15 minutes, it's brought to you by the great Brad Henderson. Hindu. G-Dar, what's up, brother? <laughs> you got uh, – I'm, I'm hanging in here with Chuck, Gordon, Yancey, and, and now save us. Make us some good radio, my man. Well, I'm gonna tell you, they ain't paying you enough. You got to sit with that bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Hindu. Speaking of, I just finished off my last bill from the World Series on my credit card. When, when did you get yours paid off, uh, or did the network pay pay for yours? Well, regardless, I, I'm gonna leave it as it is. But boy, what a trip that was! I'm sure oh you guys. Oh my gosh! I've talked uh, about it ad nauseum, but uh, man, it's it's hard to believe it. A week. Uh, a week from Friday. Let's let's crank it up again, huh? I mean, I I cannot wait. I don't think I've had more anticipation for any sport in my life than this year in Ole Miss baseball. I'm just I can't wait. Brad, as a guy that's been a part of that program, and and we've talked, and I know many many have heard you. But what was it like for you as a guy that played in that uniform? knows where that you know program has been and has gotten to, and then in the booth there standing and watching as Ole Miss lifted the trophy. Yeah, I mean, it's something that, you know, I'll never forget. Uh, you know, and, and, and to be honest with you, we were all crying like babies uh, <laughs> up there because it, it's just been a long time coming. There's There's been so many great teams come through that program, and especially since Mike's been there. And, uh, you know, to be seven and fourteen, and and you know, there's a lot of negative buzz, and and he never let that into the locker room, and and obviously the team pulled together and and just had a miraculous run. I'm not going to say we'll never win it again or, or or get back there, but man, to do it the way they did it, 
uh, you know, I'll cherish that, uh, you know, for a long time. It was just a special, special season. Coach, you got three transfers that have come in, Ethan Ledge, Ethan Goff, and Anthony Calarco. I hope, I hope I'm saying his name right. Calarco. Uh, Calarco. Uh, it seems like these guys are probably going to be somewhat of an impact. Ethan Goff came from Tulane, and, uh, you know, I understand he was a really good player there. Uh had 17 multi-hit games. Tell us about these guys. Yeah, he's a special kid. He's probably going to play center field, possibly lead off. Uh, real athletic kid. He's got some juice. Hit 400 at Tulane. But like you said, all three of those guys are, are going to plug and play, and uh, and they're going to have to. I mean, you think about when you lose Tim Elko and, and Bench and Graham and, and Dunhurst, so many guys off that team, uh, you know, they had to hit the portal. And uh, from what I've seen so far, obviously, uh, you know, they're three really good players. Clarko uh, is a transfer from Northwestern. Had a really good year when they signed him. He, he was having some surgery, so he didn't go through fall ball. But uh, he started to swing the bat really well this spring. And then, uh, obviously, you mentioned Leger, who will probably be penciled in at third base uh, to, to fill that empty void where Justin Bench plays. So he's a Delgado Community College, college transfer that they've got really, really high hopes for. So. They've all played really well up until this point, but, you know, until we flip the lights on next Friday, uh, you know, it, it, it's yet to be seen. But uh, I like what I've seen so far. Um, you know, there's a lot of good pieces back, too. So, I, you know, you just hope they can blend and mesh and uh, get some continuity, you know, uh, or, you know, sooner rather than later. Well, Brad, uh, my question, and I don't need to, throw cold water on this situation but i do have some questions that are going to lean to the negative a little bit okay. the 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 talent is is one thing i think that's there in spades but what about the chemistry and leadership how long do you think that'll take to develop since you lose you lost all your leaders basically dunhurst bench elko graham delucha um and, and whose turn is and it to dunhurst. step up i said dunhurst oh, well i i don't I don't think it's going to fall off too much because uh, you you got a guy like Peyton Chagnier. You know, this will be year four. A lot of Mike's guys aren't here for four years, you know, so you got a guy like Chagnier. Uh, and I tell you what, Garrett Wood's a special kid. He, I, I believe he's going to be the captain this year. Uh, hadn't played much, but uh, he's just a special kid, and he, he'll hold it together. Those guys will hold it together. Obviously, Kemp Alterman in year three, Gonzo in year three, TJ in year three. And then on the pitching side, you got Hunter Elliott, who, who we just watched him grow up in front of our eyes last year. Uh, so you know when he toes it, uh, that, that we've got a pretty good chance. So, you know, they've got a lot of veterans back, um, even though you lost the big three from last year, plus DeLucia. I, I don't think they'll fall off. My, my biggest question is, uh, and, and this is a Mike Bianco question, and I haven't, I haven't had a chance to ask Coach B this, but, uh, you know, he was a part of a great program as a player and a coach under arguably the greatest college coach to ever do it in Skip Bertman at LSU. And I want to know what Skip told those guys after they had won a national championship. Because you remember, they did it almost every year. Uh, they were either playing for it or, or won it. And, uh, I want to, I want to ask Coach B, you know, what, what was that conversation he had with that team that returned after a national championship? Because obviously he, he did it multiple, multiple times. So I'm going to catch Coach B at some point. Maybe next time we're – if you guys don't ask him first, I, I'm going to ask him and maybe I can have that answer. But I, I think that's a, a key piece of it is 
how did he approach it uh, going into fall ball, you know, when those guys came back in August? Well, that's a great point, Hindu. You think about Mississippi State last year going, you know, into last year's season. They won the national championship. They go from first to worst. So you definitely don't want that happening. I, I don't think anything like that's going to happen with this team. There's just too much talent. And I think Bianco's just a hell of a coach. Um, and, and, you know, on the mound, that's my question. Saturday, Sunday, who are those guys going to be? I, you know, we spoke off the off the record on the phone earlier today, Hindu, about Grayson Sanye, and I've heard everything about him. Who is going to be that Sunday guy? Is it going to be Xavier Rivas, the D2 guy that they signed that was the D2 player of the year, pitcher of the year there, uh, the left-handed pitcher? If it is, then that gives you lefty, righty, lefty, Friday, Saturday, right. Sunday, and it allows – Right, it allows Jack to go in there to the closer, um, you know, and everything just kind of starts falling in place. I think that's really a key to me this year is will that transfer there uh, and Xavier be able to step up to the plate and become that Sunday guy? And so everybody else, you know, Nichols can be the setup guy and everything just kind of falls into place if he can live up to that billing. Yeah, if you can draw it up, I mean, that that's exactly how you draw it up. But, I mean, you think back last year, Nancy, uh, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, that first weekend went in close to Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, <laughs> uh, you know, when we when we dogpiled. So, I don't know, even remember I, I who, who wore the Friday, Saturday, Sunday <laughs> open in last, well, last you know, year. Well, you remember, I don't remember. started out the season on, on Friday. And that's Derek right. And Diamond went on, on Saturdays. And, yep. uh I don't remember who finished up on Sunday. That, oh, I'm, I do too. It was uh, Drew McDaniel. It and, sure was. Uh, That's right. You know, so by the end of the year, you know, it was obviously Lucian and Elliot and and on down the line. But obviously, Hunter will be a staple there, and 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 they're really high on on Grayson Sanye, the, the the freshman from Collierville, who's got just electric stuff. Now, obviously, he he needs to to log some innings, get some innings under his belt, get gain some confidence, but. You feel like he is going to be an impactful arm uh, for this team. And then, yeah, on Sunday, I really think it's a coin flip. Uh, I really do. It's, it's going to be who performs, and, and it may be a matchup thing, you know. Uh, but but they've got they got a lot of young, good arms. JT Quinn has got a really live arm. you got two seniors. Really live arm. And, uh, Pareto, who, and they haven't yeah. thrown a whole lot, but they're going to have a real opportunity this year. So, you know, you mentioned Darty and Nichols and Kimbrell's back, and so they, they've got a lot of choices, but, uh, you know, it's it's a long season, and, and they'll figure that out. So, uh, you know, but I think the stable's full, which is a positive. And, you know, going back to Mississippi State last year, you know, they had so many key injuries on the mound. So you got to stay healthy yeah. Yeah. Uh, to, to make a late run. So, you know, obviously we've already lost Mallets, who's out for the year, and, I, you know, I just don't think Riley Maddox will be back Must in be time. So, you know, we're two down already, but uh, obviously, you know, your horse has got to stay healthy. Yeah, uh, and the thing about Grayson is people don't understand the transition, and you do, from high school to college, and Hunter came in there. But, he, you know, Hunter was a protege. I mean, his dad is a pitching guru. I mean, he grew up, and he was mentally tough when he got to Ole Miss to be able to handle it, right? And Hunter didn't, like – actually come in there and, and catch the world by fire when he entered it last year. He got better as the season progressed. But Grayson has that same dog mentality 
that Hunter did in he's very boisterous in the locker room. Uh, he, you know, as it's been told to me, it's like he's been there four years already. That's what excites me, and that he could throw it 98 and he throws four different pitches, and he pitches <laughs> yeah. he wants well, for that a strike. Too. That, that, that always helps. <laughs> but you're right, the mentality as an 18-year-old to me is the key, you know, that you're not going out there trying to overthrow. You're just trusting your stuff. And it, it, there'll be a learning curve there, just like there was for Hunter. But you're right, no the mentality, when he, when he stepped on that mound in the fall, uh, both of those guys expected to get you out. And that's rare uh, for a high school kid to come in here and have that mentality. But they, you know, a lot of upside to Grayson. Uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, – the, the coaches are extremely high on him. And, uh, you know, Mike's one of the best to do it. So it's, it's – uh, it's going to be fun to watch him this year and just watch him mature throughout his career. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it. It's, it's hard to believe it's 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 here. But a lot of lot of lot of fresh new faces, but a lot lot of old guys back too. So I I do like the mix. What's your opinion of the uh, preseason schedule as far as before you get into SEC play, and then mm. where do you think the strength of the SEC is this year? Yeah, I think the SEC is as good as it has been. And, and if you look at our first five or six weekends, it's a gauntlet. And, and, and as just a baseball fan, you, you look at those first five or six weekends and, and you almost say to yourself, man, if you could get through there at 500, you set yourself up to, to, to get down the stretch and finish strong. Um, but, you know, I, I like the Maryland matchup. They're, they're a really uh, a quality team. And then obviously we go to Minnesota where we'll play Nebraska. Uh, Minnesota and, and Maryland again. So, again. you know, there'll be some tough matches, um, some, some tough games and, you know, but hopefully early, uh, we can get our feet wet and maybe some of these young guys get some at bats for some guys that, you know, haven't played at this level. So I do like the setup. Uh, I think it's competitive. Uh, but obviously once, once you jump into conference, it, it's a whole different game. I mean, have you, I don't know, Gary, Chuck, have you ever remember Ole Miss playing 10 Big Ten games? Uh, that's crazy. They play Purdue. They play Maryland four games, four games. Maryland's top ten by a lot of publications. Then the three games in yep. yep. the Big Ten tournament. I mean, it's you know they played Minnesota in a weekend series. I think they've had Purdue. They've had a couple of, and they've gone to Minnesota a couple of times yeah. now in this tournament, which I think is a great event. But all in one season, but not in one one swoop. And Maryland's been really good. I mean, you know they've, they've gotten better they've and been better, pretty good in the Big Ten. So I I do like that, and I like that from a lot of perspectives of of strength of schedule and everything that it could help you with along the way. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I think it was. No, go ahead, Yancy. 2016 class where they had the number one strength of schedule the one that I, I can't remember if they made the tournament that year or not or maybe they barely missed it but it's going to be something like that i imagine old mrs rpi hindu is going to be in the top two or three all year long with that schedule i mean you're going to know where you stand when you start sec there's no question about that yeah yeah but you know uh, mike's always had a, a competitive schedule early and you have to uh because you know they, they those guys got to face some adversity early and and get used to it, and uh, and it's good for the fans too, right? You know, you you want some quality teams coming in here to give your fans something to to show up and support. So, you know, all in all, I really like the schedule, uh, other than those first five SEC weekends. But we would probably <laughs> say that every year. You know, I mean, the league is just gaudy good. You know, so it's just a dogfight every weekend. It's just who plays better and pitches and and feels it and gets the timely hit. So. You know, it'll be another fun year, but uh, it's 
we say this every year. I don't, you know, this shouldn't be a surprise. I mean, it just, since Coach Bianco's been here, it's just, we run a quality team out there that has a chance to, to make a deep postseason run. Well, Brad, in the last four years, we've been one game from Omaha, 16 and one, and he gets called off another one game from Omaha and then go to Omaha. I mean, that's about as consistent as it gets. And some fans want to Bianco gone. Is that not the craziest thing you've ever heard? <laughs> yeah, I mean it is, and and I think I think we even talked about this on the show last year. I I didn't play for Mike, but I'm a big Mike supporter. You know, I, I me too. The, I played there in some dog years. You know, we weren't very good, and just at the level he's done it at, the consistency he's done it at. You know, it just it it didn't make sense to me that that people were having uh, those conversations. But uh, you know, those all ended. Uh, Mississippi on, State. On that pitcher's mouth. Yeah. Brad, yeah, Mississippi State going Omaha. to the World Series. If they build it up. Uh, winning uh, it two years ago. Yeah. Almost cost me Still Bianco's Ole Miss job. is right there. But if they're going to build a statue of Elko, they better build one right next to it of Bianco. I, I'll say yeah, that. I'm, all yeah, this Elko, and that's great. Build one for him, but you better build one for our Mike. That's right. That's right. Thank you, my friend. I'm sure we'll, yeah, we'll you, get you, you back on. Anytime. Thank you, Hindu. We look forward to it this year from hearing from you a whole lot. All right. Take care. Thank you. Brad Henderson with us. To his point, the Friday, Saturday starter uh, and Sunday opening weekend last week, last year, Diamond Gaddis McDaniel. <laughs> it ended up Delusia Elliott Diamond was still in the weekend as a Sunday guy, not the Friday guy, and McDaniel was the first guy out of the pen on Sunday. Yeah, Diamond was out by the playoffs, though. Right, but he was in the last weekend, last regular yeah. season weekend. Yeah. Diamond yeah. Uh, was the Sunday guy. Um, so so that happened. By I the way, hear Mitch Morrell's pitching real well. Yeah. So. yeah, Clement's really been high on him. Ten-run rule in SEC games this year. Oh, just just pointed, uh, just just brought out they're going to do that this season and have a ten-run rule in SEC games this year. Only SEC. No, oh, after seven? On it, but yeah, I mean, in the SEC, it's the first time you're going to get the ten-run rule. After seven yeah, innings? After seven. Hmm. All right, we'll be back with a little bit more of the program next. I got a woman way over town that's good to me. Oh, yeah. I don't you know she's all right. I don't you know she's all right. She's all right. She's all right. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Look good and feel good this new year by stopping by Great Scott at 4400 Old Ken Road in Jackson. Check out the great sale items they have going on now, plus new merchandise arriving daily. They've been voted top 50 men's clothing store by Esquire Magazine, and they also offer a full-service old-fashioned barbershop, and their hours are 9.30 to 6 Monday through Friday and 9.30 to 5 on Saturdays. Make sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram as well. Serving you for over 55 years, that's Great Scott at 4400 Old Ken Road in Jackson. Employers, are you paying too much for your group health insurance? If so, call Brad Camp with Morgan White Group. Brad can show our proprietary premium saver plan, which could save you as much as 18 to 20% on your group health insurance premium. Brad can also show you our employee needs too, offering human resource guidance, payroll solutions, 401k retirement plans, and senior services. Morgan White Group is your largest solely dedicated health and payroll insurance agency in the state of Mississippi, servicing all of your health, dental, vision, and life insurance needs. Call Brad Camp at 662-259-5552. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, all. Miss. Hey, Rebel fans, want to be more involved with Ole Miss? Well, join the Grove Collective, the exclusive Ole Miss NIL program. With the new name, image, and likeness law, Rebel fans now have the opportunities to support and elevate Ole Miss student-athletes, and the Grove Collective has created a unified portal to amplify that support. As part of the Grove Collective, your support opens access to special events, fan experiences, merchandise, and marketing opportunities with student-athletes. To find out more and to become part of the Grove Collective NIL program, visit thegrovecollective.com. Hotty toddy and go Rebs. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. To finish up the program and a lot of business to get to, we need to tell you that part of things that happened in that last segment brought to you by the Faris Group, our partner in retirement, nearly two decades of expertise, helping retirees invest and distribute those savings. The Faris Group, they have offices in Ridgeland, Oxford, Little Rock, and Baton Rouge. Give them a call, toll-free, 1-877-327-3735. Quickly, I'm going to do some SEC news. And, guys, uh, Texas and Oklahoma were trying to get in the league in 2023. That's not going to happen. I think a lot of television things between ESPN and Fox are going to keep that to where it's 2025 before we see the Longhorns, and the Sooners. Good. I did not want to see Arch Manning here in the vault. I think I'll throw up. Well, you're, you're going to see it if he's still there. At least it'll only be once. And I will be, say, be, you'll be a couple of years older. I will say this, adding those to all the sports. Think about all the sports, like the, the men's basketball, women's baseball, bringing in Oklahoma, uh, who you played in Omaha. Texas, who was, you know what I'm saying? Top three programs of right, all time. And, and there will be, if they continue the Western Conference, yes. In uh, the Just Western crazy. part of things. Crazy. All right, so that's a quick look at Ole Miss and uh, SEC News, brought to you by Van Atkins Jewelers, the South's leader in estate jewelry and diamond solitaires. Van Atkins guarantees satisfaction. 
And uh, the big guy over there, Chuck says, as you know, she's worth it. Let's do quick recruiting. Yeah, just a couple quick things. First, you know, when Pete got hired, uh, guys, he's really, really zoned in on the state of Mississippi. Even the JUCO players, they offered three more JUCO players. You had one emerge last week. He signed, and they offered a pair out of Jones Community College, Raymond Collins, uh, a 225-pound linebacker, another linebacker originally out of Gulfport, and then a cornerback uh, named Cedric Beavers. Then they offered Holmes Community College safety, Laquan Robinson last week as well. Then on the high school front, they've already offered 21 players from the state of Mississippi. This year they went after, what, three or four? So it's just a really different avenue that we're seeing take place right now under Golding. Biggersfield safety, uh, Jathan Hatch received his first offer. It was from Ole Miss. Clarksdale cornerback Patrick Broomfield received his first offer. It was from Ole Miss. They offered Oak Grove cornerback P.J. Woodland. Um it's just, uh, you know, it's really interesting to see what Pete is doing in the transition, not only of the fronts they're going to run at Ole Miss, but really the recruiting pitch now, what where their priorities are, is really going back to the roots in the Magnolia State. So that's really more or less the biggest news on the recruiting front to me. All right, hit the music, Mr. Rhino, because Chuck's ready to deliver his good, bad, and ugly, presented by Big Delta Power Sports, located at 155 Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville. Well, the good baseball is officially eight days away, and I'm not sure I've been this excited about a team since, well, last year's World Series. <laughs> I'll be first to admit it'll be a tall hill to climb to replace Elko, Bench, Graham, DeLucha, Dunhurst, and a couple more. But the Rebels are in reloading mode now, and hopefully the replacements will take up the slack and keep the chemistry going. It's time for Chatney, Captain Garrett Wood, T.J. McCants, Gonzalez, Harris, Alderman, and a couple more to step up in the leadership roles to keep this juggernaut going. Regardless, it's good this is finally here. I really don't want to hear the lament that I'm hearing right now about SEC women's basketball being down. The Lady Rebs are 19-5 and overall and 8-3 and in the league. That's pretty darn good. The league may not be up to its normal standards, but it's never what I call down, and we got to start uh, – telling the Lady Revs good job. The bad, well, you know what, and you know who, and you know why, and that's all I'm going to say. Dear basketball gods, let this one in. If Hoops was a dog, we'd euthanize it. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, pretty tough on them, Chuck. They're one in nine in the SEC. I I don't know what to say. Lost lost 22 out of 25 last SEC games. I don't know if that's ever happened in Ole Miss history. And, you know, what can you say? Hate it. Still love Kermit. Think he's a great coach. A great fellow. I I love Kermit. Great guy. I I mean, whatever the reasons are, it's just not working. I, I really do hate it, too. I do. We we kind of missed a little bit of the uh, the injury report. You got like one minute if you want to snag in anybody there at the back end of things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chuck reported Micah Pettis uh, had a little meniscus issue there from the bowl game. He's kind of gaining strength. Jeremy James is going to be out in spring practice with a hurt shoulder. Um, Matthew Morrell returned uh, to the court this past Saturday. Spencer Sanders, Chuck reported, uh, is having shoulder issues, is not able to throw right now. Malik Ewan misses seventh straight game. And then we all know that Ruffin left the team to work on some physical and mental issues. So that's kind of the injury report all in a nutshell. All right, good stuff. Uh, we'll we'll get back. We, we, we are going to do uh, uh, another week of this show somewhere along the way, correct? 
We're no all, doubt we're about all it. Gather again. This show's what twenty six years old, so <laughs> I imagine we're going to do another twenty six <laughs> and we keep Chuck alive. <laughs> I don't want to be alive. You don't need 26. to euthanize him, man. <laughs> wow. We're going to end now. Thanks for Rhino being with us in the studio. You guys as well. Always remember you can text message 426 1093. It's the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Howdy, toddy.